Welcome to the Elisha Jade Travel and Inspiration Podcast. I'm excited to finally live out my dream and record a podcast for all of you, all three of you listening to this right now. <laughs> um, be sure to visit elishajade.com, E-L-A-I-S-H-A-J-A-D-E.com to read all about my adventures. But for now, listen to my first episode, Around the World for $2,000. Why this woman isn't allowing cancer to stop her from traveling. In a Black Travel Facebook group with over 200,000 members, my guest on today's show, AJ, shared her upcoming journey around the world for $2,000. The cheap, all-inclusive price of her flights wasn't what garnered her post almost 6,000 likes, 250 shares, and over 1,000 comments. It was that the reoccurrence of her cancer had inspired her to book this month-long adventure of a lifetime, and it sparked a conversation in the group. Let's welcome AJ to the conversation. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, AJ. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Awesome. I'm so happy you could join in so we could kind of finally get this podcast underway. Thank you so much again for your time. I really appreciate it. I thank you more. It's a really honor, actually. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I wanted to kind of kick things off with reading a few parts from your Facebook post. Uh, if, If you're comfortable with that, is that okay? Yeah. Okay, amazing. So I'm just gonna read a few parts that I had kind of grabbed from it. So it just says around the world for 2k, I've just received news that my cancer returned and it's a wake up call. I haven't put me first in a while. Yesterday, something clicked vacation days or not. I'm out. Needless to say, this trip is for my mental health. Sometimes you have to step away from it all and get right within. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't. I'll decide that along the way. Passports up. I loved that so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's amazing. Um, So my first question for you is, what do you do with your hair when you travel, girl? I put it in braids. I don't got time for the extra things that um, (laughs) some people want to go through. I'm not taking electrical Mm -hmm. equipment with me other than my computer. (laughs) It's no fuss, easy to wash. And I'm out. <laughs> I can't deal with it. That's one less worry. Yep. Yep. No, I'm exactly the same way. I, I travel a lot throughout the year, and crochet, discovering crochet braids was, oh, life. was like eye-opening. My life changed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, life really at cool. this moment. Girl, no, I, I 100% agree. Um, So where is your next stop? Because you're doing this really big trip. I want to know where you're headed, all the countries, et cetera. Sure. There's actually 15 total countries. I am oh starting at Iceland. Um, of course, I wanted mm-hmm. to get in the hot springs, but it actually happened because my first trip was to London. But I had this 40-hour layover yeah. in Iceland, so I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it up for a day. So yep. um, a quick rundown is, you know, Iceland, there's London, there's mm-hmm. Paris, mm-hmm. there's Madrid, mm-hmm. then Morocco, then oh. back up to France for another day in Marseille before I go over to okay. Rome. 
from Rome, there's oh, a stopover for a day in Bulgaria. Then um, mm-hmm. I'll be in Dubai for a few days. From Dubai, I'll go to the Philippines for a day, and then I'll be in South Korea after that. Um, I'll be there for a few days, starting from the top down to the bottom, to go over to Jeju Island for some of their wine tasting. And then I'll be going Amazing. to Taipei after that because I'm obsessed with Taiwanese culture. And mm-hmm. I'll be in Singapore for a day, and then I'll be in oh Australia uh, for a few days because okay. uh, there's a doctoral program I'm interested in, so I want to at least look around. And then I'll be in Fiji for yeah. a day. Just, you know, I want to do the whole meditation and, you know, get right within. Then I'll be going over to Hawaii. Um, I have some college friends there, not college, high school friends that I just want to reconnect with. And then I, I'll i be going to Seattle after that. I'll take a train oh up to Vancouver <laughs> to do some whale watching. And then I oh, just girl. added on Belize last night so that'll be the tail end and my cousin will join join me there for a few days and then I'll come home and that'll be that <laughs> oh my oh <laughs> I can't even wrap my brain okay first of all <laughs> you're hitting up so many of my bucket list destinations like whale watching in Vancouver <sighs> yeah my heart <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so um, how many countries have you been to in total pre this trip already? Seven. Seven. Seven countries. Uh, starting when I was about nice. 16. Okay, so, where was um, your first destination? Yeah. My first destination was actually London, and I ran away from mm-hmm. home, but my mom didn't know that I had, like just left the country. <laughs> I came what? back a week later. Yeah, that's oh the things are easier. <laughs> so you've been an adventurer slash rebel for a very long time. Yeah, I call myself a professional runaway. Like, I'm out. I'm not around the corner. I'm gone somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, that is so cool. So you went to London by yourself. Funny enough, my first solo trip was actually to London. I wasn't 16. <laughs> But that was my first solo trip too. That is so cool. So you I just think picked it's a up. Safe you decided for most people. Uh, absolutely, because when you're in the city center, it's it's pretty chill. It isn't it isn't the worst place to to be in. Yeah. That's so, cool. so. How do you feel that traveling has really changed your life? Um, I just I. I I feel claustrophobic, not so much in terms of space, but in experiences. And if I'm not grasping onto something new or at least changing my environment, it feels very <laughs> stifling to me. So for me, it's really just about being myself rather than changing myself. I, I just have to grasp onto new experience, whether it be moving to a place I've never <laughs> even visited or just taking those moments to actually get into a new space altogether. I understand that, yeah. I can hold it back. There are times I think I'm getting for two weeks. And I was trying to go. I was like, okay, when am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> so I totally understand that feeling. 
Um, so when it when you land, why do you feel? Sorry, what is the first thing that you do when you visit a new country? You get over the airport. You're on your way to some hotel. What's something every single time? The first thing I do when I is actually to um, eat. <laughs> I don't think about going to the hotel room right away <laughs> or do anything. I actually mm-hmm. leave out because for me, eating um, is whatever place is part of their culture, and I just want to dig in as soon as my feet hit the ground. So I eat the first thing I yep. do out of the airport. Um Okay. It depends on how early I get there. Sometimes I don't even check in till later. Um, but if it's yeah. early enough, I'll check in. Or if it's late enough, I'll check in after I eat. But that's the first thing I'll do is I'll eat something. Yes. I love that. I I like my friends all know I have food. Yes. That's so cool. So, so uh, where have you found that it's been the best place that people watch so far out of all your journeys? I find... Um, I, I find a authentic cafe, and I'll sit there, whether it's outside at some tables like or at least mm-hmm. at their window, and I'll sit there and I'll eat something, mm-hmm. and I just sit and watch people. I don't like to go to, like, somebody else's Chipotle or McDonald's. I, I don't even eat fast food when I'm out. I really try to get go to an authentic spot, whether it be, like, a sketchy neighborhood or just something down yeah. alley. It's really just mm-hmm. trying to find one of those mom-and-pop restaurants and sit and eat. Yeah. And that's so cool. I love you know those places, they're not even somewhere that TripAdvisor is recommended to you or anything. You just stroll about right. and then you end up somewhere. And you sit and you just chill, and it's almost like you feel like a local in a sense. Yeah, um, I always tell like people, and, you know, drop me off in the middle of the town, and I can find my way anywhere. And you just walk like around that. and you'll see something. I like that a lot. You know, I actually should try that because I usually end up taking public transport from the airport if it's a place that has accessibility that way. Yeah, but I think. I might ask a, a taxi cab to, to just drop me off somewhere one time and see how that goes. Yeah. I, I I like drop that. me off. As long as there's a main street or Central Avenue, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. I like that. And why do you feel that travel is so important for black people, especially black women? I always thought we had a box mentality, especially growing up. Um, like with my late husband, he was so afraid yes. to leave home, even if it was just the next state over. I couldn't yes. understand it. I still don't. But if there's a safety with what they're used to, what they know, that it's hard to stray from it. Mm. I, I think they get so um, anxious about what's out there that they try to hold on to what they actually know, and they refuse to take those steps, I think if people can um, be a bit more confident in themselves, um, they'll be able to survive anywhere, but they have to at least let go of that or at least let the chain loose from what they grew up and what they knew, that they'll always be able to come home, but home isn't always everything. 
Absolutely. No, I definitely understand that. And I, I definitely agree with that, too, because in the Black community, it's so easy for us to kind of stick to our bubble or stick to our neighborhood. And there's also that cool kid mentality, too, where sometimes people might look at you and say, well, why are you spending all your money traveling? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And why not? <laughs> it's the one thing we're not going to lose. I mean, exactly. have amnesia, but experiences <laughs> are there with you. Throughout your lifetime, those are the stories you tell, not about the new pair of shoes I just bought. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to remember those in another year or two, but Mm -hmm. I'll be able to talk about that time that I did this trip, and that's going to stay with me. These are actual real assets, intangible assets that we have with us, and it's better to invest in the experience than it is being Absolutely. When we have the privilege and the ability to travel, I I always encourage people to because just like you're saying, because you know for some people, a pair of shoes that's that's it for them, and they're they're okay with that, and that's 100 percent good for them. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if they don't have the privilege or the ability to get out there and travel, they found something they love. But for me personally, I I just I feel and crave that need to kind of get out there and and really travel. So. Um, for me, growing up, my mom was the person who really inspired me to travel. Who inspired you to get out there and travel? You know, ironically, it was my mom. And she didn't travel yeah. much. But what she did was we didn't grow up with anything. So we literally walked everywhere, whether it be miles. You know, we walked. Wow. But she never left home without a book. She always had a book. And I'm the same oh. way to this day. I always have a book. And for me then... That was escapism, you know, somebody else's story, whether it be real or fake. And I got to read about other places, you know, being poor, that's luxury to read and go inside of a a story and get lost. So learning about other places and reading about people's experiences, I had envy. I wanted to do those things, too. So had it not been for my mom yeah. and her habit of reading all the time, I don't think I would have had that sort of curiosity to expand beyond where, where I was. Wow, that's really cool. And I think as well, I definitely agree with you. My sense of adventure absolutely came from reading different books and learning about different countries. I always had this fascination with England because I read so many Jane Austen books and of course I read the Bronte sisters books and I really enjoyed reading books from that period and I definitely really kick-started my love for adventure my love for travel and and wanting to go abroad which is amazing uh so what has been your favorite foreign meal so far my favorite foreign meal Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe something that you because ate. I haven't. I am an absolute fiend for Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. I I can't even Ooh. express to you. I I get made fun of all the time because if I could have it every day, <laughs> I would. You know, I might just marry yeah. an Asian just because they cook so well. It's bad. Mm-hmm. I love oh, I yeah. love I Korean food. That. I love cat oh, food. Yum. I, mm-hmm. I 
I like my mouth is watering just thinking about it. I I love it so much. It's the one thing I'm looking forward to is like having that authentic food again. I I just can't even oh, describe it. I have like little teardrops in the, like the corner of my eyes right now just thinking about it. Yeah, because you're like licking your lips. You're like, it's coming. You're gonna get to eat. <laughs> yeah, you know how you, you like think about like the perfect rib, and your mouth just starts watering automatically. Yes. That's how I am oh. right now, just thinking about the food. <laughs> oh my goodness! When you get to the Philippines, definitely try their fried chicken out there. When I had Filipino food and served us a certain kind of fried chicken, it was possibly the best fried chicken I've ever tried in my life. It was, oof! It was so good. So I definitely see if you can, you can try to sneak some of that out. <laughs> I will definitely do Alrighty, that. so this is, yes, no, please. And then you have to let me know what it's like, please. Like, shoot, send me pictures on Facebook. You got to do the deal. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so in this part of the podcast, we're kind of leaning towards wrapping up. I wanted to ask you a few, a few lightning round questions, like I mentioned to you before. And I'm just going to go for it, and then you just answer as quick as you can um, without really trying to think about it, if that's cool. Okay. Okay, so uh, first thing, uh, three things that you cannot travel without. Uh, lip gloss, body cream, and toothbrush. Love it. Alrighty. Planes, trains, or automobiles? Trains. Okay. And the furthest place from home that you've traveled to? South Korea. Nice. And where would you love to visit again? South Korea. And do you have anything to say to try to inspire people to travel some more? The only time you have is right now. So get out there. Just go. I love it. That's amazing. Oh, and um, I want everybody to be able to find your blog. So what is your website called again, AJ? It's going to um, – it's actually going live um, tomorrow. <laughs> mm -hmm. It will be called Come Away With Me. And for this particular oh, trip, that. it's called the – oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> For this that's trip, okay. it's called the sabbatical, sabbatical memoirs. Oh, that's amazing. Both of those names. Oh, that's so good. Thank you so much for your time, AJ. I beyond appreciate it. This has been so great to listen to a fellow traveler and hear about your experiences as well as learn about what you're getting up to. I can't wait to read all of your travels online. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very honored that you asked to talk to me. All right. Good evening, and I'll be sure to send you this podcast link when it's up. Thank you. All righty. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the first episode of my travel podcast. Be sure to check out AJ's website. I'll be sure to post it on my Twitter once it goes live. Now, our next episode is going to feature something pretty interesting. It's all about expat living. I'm going to be interviewing a guest who lived in Dubai with her husband 
and she's going to spill the tea on what it was really like to live out there and the realities of living home for the first time. Okay guys, until next time, just go.